What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 276 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? This week, we're geeking out about Gamescom, Spider-Men, plural, and Netflix shows. But before we get into the podcast, uh, the Pledge Drive's coming up September 17th. Uh, If that seems really soon to you, it seems very soon to me. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's coming. Very excited. Uh, We've got lots to do. Um... But you don't want to miss it. It'll be 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time uh, at twitch.tv slash Grace. 48 hours of um, of video gaming. Mm-hmm. It'll be good. Gaming. Uh, yes. I get maybe three hours of sleep that, that whole weekend, so that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll need to play some um, chicken horse. Yes. Yes. We do. And I hope I get to play too. We'll see. I don't know what my schedule's going to look like yet. It's yeah. coming up so quickly. Yep. Um, but it's always a lot of fun if you haven't done one before. It is a pledge drive, uh, but not in a, like, I don't know. It's not a pledge drive in the way that most people hear that. Um, it's a ton of fun. People can just kind of hang out while we play games, uh, talk, uh, and we are raising money for Geeks to Grace, which, if you don't know, is a nonprofit. Yep. Um, 501c3, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, if you want to get a head start on giving, you can always give at uh, geeksrace.com slash give right now if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Let's get into the podcast. Uh, lots of Gamescom stuff happening. But first, what have you been playing, LJ? Um, I've, I've been playing a few things here and there, but for some reason this week I just I got really back into Doom Eternal. Um, nice. Doom franchise is one of my favorites, but... This game came at a weird time because that was like the same week Animal Crossing came out, uh, and then uh, like Final Fantasy VII remake uh, came out like around that same time. So I just never, I just never finished it, um, and so I finally did, and that was super cool. Like, there's nothing more Doom-like than shooting a hole into Mars and using that same cannon to launch yourself into the planet. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just wild. Um, Eventually, you get a sword at some point, uh, which you get to use. Uh, that's kind of like a kill this demon in one shot kind of a thing. It's super fun. Uh, that story is just bonkers. It feels like they basically skipped Doom, like a second one, and uh, which I mean, it's the second game, but just the story is out there. Earth is being invaded, and you're the Doom Slayer, and you're saving Earth. Uh, it kind of goes into like the lore of, of the Doom Slayer, too, which is cool too. Um, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Uh, I actually finished it on stream because um, I had just been playing it, and playing it, and I, I still haven't been back to I haven't been back to Enslaved Odyssey to the West, and I was like, hey guys, I was like, I'm gonna play some Doom before we do that, and I just ended up spending my whole stream time with Doom, and it took me yeah. a lot longer to beat it than I thought because it did this thing where it's like here's your last chance you can upgrade and do what you need to do now and you can't come back to your base (laughs) so i'm like okay and it turns out it was like three or four missions like before the end of the game so it took me like three three more hours to beat it uh but it was cool it was fun the witcher kind of spoiler witcher 3 Mm -hmm. does that it has like a it it has two different times where it's like you have to be able to turn back after this yeah and it's like 
but deception. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, I appreciate when games do that on one hand because, uh, you know, I like being able to be like, oh, shoot, yeah, I should go do this other thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't like right. missing things. But yeah. at the same time, if it, if it happens twice, that's just kind of, yeah, I don't know. It yeah. feels like, I don't, yeah. It gives me a little bit of anxiety. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, what have I not done? Yeah, so, that like, is just, true. Usually <laughs> what I'll do is I'll save there. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll go back to it later. But then I never go back to it later. Mm. I just continue. Yeah, so what usually happens to me is if I'm playing a game at night or something, uh, once I see that that notification, I'm like, okay, I'm going to power through this until... Like, I'm not going to go to bed until I power through it, you know? like. But <laughs> Thursday night, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to... I don't feel like staying up till 2 in the morning tonight. I'm just going to get back to it in the morning. So I was playing it in the morning, and I've been streaming during the day now. And so I played it, and I was like, I'm not done with this yet. I should just stream it since I'm close. That'd be cool. That'd be cool content to have on our channel. Mm-hmm. And so I just ended up spending my entire stream time with it. So, did you uh, get flashbacks of our Ruby playthrough, dude? Yes. So that <laughs> happens to me. I feel like that happens to me a lot. Like, I was like, man, this is ridiculous. Because like, and and that game, I I guess that game and Doom kind of ha- have this problem in a similar way where a lot of the areas look so much alike. You know, like that. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I was just kind of like, but. I had also seen, like, a walkthrough and looked at, like, how many locations I had left. And those missions are long, too, in, in Doom Eternal. So, but, yes, I did make a reference to that when I was on stream. Oh, man, this reminds <laughs> me of when we played Ruby. Nice. Um, uh, for those who don't know, we played... There's an awesome uh, game on Steam um, about Ruby, uh, the show. And it's co-op, so we played for one of the pledge drives. <laughs> yeah. And uh, LJ, every level that we beat was, like... Man, I think we're almost to the end here. Yeah, and then the it end. would be no, like one there. more level. You'd be like, "Yeah, we're almost there." We probably got through four or five levels before. It, it was it was a good few because there was even a level where like I I remember it seemed like the end because we were in that base or whatever. And I'm like, "Okay, this mm-hmm. has got to be it. This seems like the big the big battle, or whatever." And then it's like, "Nope, we're gonna pop you back out and you're gonna do some more." And I was like, "Oh <laughs> yeah. man, yep, yep." Uh, I didn't give that game a great review when I initially reviewed it anyway. So yeah. <laughs> So we yes. had a lot. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, Good it memories. was still fun. Yeah. Yeah. I was also going to play with everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was an interesting setup we had to do for, to play that. Yeah. Stream. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, but anyway, that's more pledge drive stuff, so you can look forward to more multiplayer shenanigans like that at that time. Yeah, but, definitely. So yeah, Doom Eternal was great. I beat it and I'm done with it. And uh, now it, I, it has a photo mode. I forgot that uh, it's only locked to mission select, though. Like, So that's why I never engaged with it. And I'm like, okay, now that I've beat all the levels, I can go hop into any level I want and take some photos. And so that's exciting. Totally. Yeah, so, so that's what I've been up to. What have you been playing, Shelly? So I've been playing more Ghost of Tsushima, but I did get the uh, director's edition or whatever it's called. Nice. Um, so the PS5 version, I guess it's, that's what I usually refer to it as. Um, mm-hmm. it yeah, I haven't checked out the island at all. I think, mm. um, I think I'm to the point where I could unlock it if I wanted to. I just haven't yet because I'm still fairly early in the game, I think. Um, but yeah, it's like, it is, I think already sort of more worth the cashing out the a little bit extra to get, um, I don't know it's just there's quality of life stuff the loadouts mm-hmm. it's really nice um and it is again just for my sanity a lot better to be able to hear the japanese and also see the mouth japanese instead of english 
Yeah. It was super weird before. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that last week, Cody. It was like Ghost of Tsushima did this thing to where it was like reverse dubbing because like they did okay. the Japanese language, but it were they were still mouthing. It would still be but, English mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Weird. Yeah. But anyway, that's not an it's issue. It's fixed with now. <laughs> yeah, and it's just yeah. Overall, it's just really nice. It was really easy to set up, which I appreciated. Um, mm-hmm. Thankfully, it's been really easy to set up pretty much any of my, you know, PS4 transfer to PS5 things. I haven't done Final Fantasy VII yet. I know that's one I definitely want to do. Yeah. Um, but it's just been really easy. Just like install it, transfer the save, and you're good to go. Yeah. Um, so. I, yeah, it's just, a, it is a better experience, I think, personally, just already. Um, hmm. So if you have a PS5, probably I, I'd recommend looking into it. But it is true that it is kind of a hefty 30 bucks, you know? Like, it, I yeah. don't know if it was still necessarily worth 30 bucks, but it is really nice now that I have it, if that makes hmm. sense. A lot of things I'm sort of getting used to. Um, I think there's a lock-on feature now. There was not a lock-on feature last time. Or I, I would think so. that I would think that sounds cool, but also like the way that game has you fighting multiple guys at once. I, yeah. Like, in hindsight, I would have liked the lock-on feature, but the more I played the game, I was like, you know what? I don't know if I need it. Exactly. Once, especially mm-hmm. once you get. You know, I'm sure it's a nice it. touch, though. Yeah, but anyway, I'm I'm still enjoying that game a lot. I just. I am trying not to move on to the story too far. I just kind of want to explore and do all the side quests and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's typically how, how I play games like that anyway. So, yeah, I, I like I, I spent a lot of time just finding lodging, logging, uh, you know, camps to burn down, shipyards to burn down, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. That's just fun. Just being able to, like, find a base be like, yeah, I'm just going to take them all out, mm-hmm. you know, burn it to the ground. It's fun. It's a good time. Or, like, saving farmsteads and stuff. Yeah, with the, the side quests are really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Um, Sounds cool. So, I'm still playing that, uh, but I actually beat Omori last week when I was streaming it. Nice! I streamed for, like, three or four hours instead of two, just because I was like, I'm close to the end, I gotta do it. <laughs> and I'm awesome. very grateful I did push through and beat it. Man! And I know it technically came out in 2020, but it came out on Christmas 2020, so I mm-hmm. think that cons- makes it considered, you know, game of the year considerations for 2021. Mm-hmm. I think as of right now, it's probably my game of the year for 2021. Um, nice. Being honest, like it's actually just so brilliantly smart and entertaining and heartbreaking and depressing and tragic, but also hopeful and wholesome. Like it's all these emotions mixed in the one. It's I don't know how it does it. I don't think I've ever felt so so many visceral emotions from a game like from mm-hmm. positive and negative standings you know what i mean like it's crazy it's just and the more i think about it sort of the the connections that are made when in the game um just so many different elements and so many things that happen i just can't get over how like smart it is That's um cool. and also like it was just fun and the art was really cool and the music was really fun and you know I don't know. It's it's just a really, really good game um, that I've just fallen obsessed with. You know, I knew that I was going to go diving deep into it, all the lore and stuff, after I beat it. Because it's one of those games that has multiple endings, oh, cool. has multiple routes, things like that. And I just was playing. Um, but I'm at least happy to know, and I don't think this is necessarily spoilers. Because, again, you can, you'll can you know that there's different endings going into it. Um 
But I got a really good ending, and I got a secret ending. Oh, nice! Just from my first playthrough. So I had I had someone in the chat with me, um, who I appreciated, who was sort of popping off for me, saying like, "Oh, you got like a good ending," and like, "Oh my gosh, you got the secret ending. You only can do that if you did this one thing." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I guess I did do that one thing. I didn't think about it. I didn't think that would you know <laughs> affect awesome. anything." So, cool. um, and then I got to see the bad ending just because. I was I had to save far enough back. I was like, oh yeah, I have time. I can see the bad ending. And man, <laughs> this game is depressing as frick. <laughs> All the endings are depressing. That is the problem. All the endings are depressing, except like the good ending that is like also still not super happy, but is objectively the best um, hmm. out of all of them. But I watched this really super interesting video. <sighs> I don't remember who made it, but it was about the basically psychology of Omori and specifically talking about dissociative uh, amnesia and how that's mm. a theme that sort of comes back around and around in this game and how obviously it's not completely, you know, parallel to real life. It is still a fictional story, but it's a really cool sort of take. It's a really cool present, uh, you know, presentation of that idea and that sort of thing that does really affect people when they have trauma mm. and it just they just forget about it <laughs> until you know something comes up that that re that they remember it for mm. so um yeah super smart game but at the same time holy cow you have to know what you're getting into very um, heavy it sounds like it's very heavy thematic so if you are very easily um if if knives and stabbing specifically yourself uh, are triggering to you. Probably just avoid it, honestly. Okay. But it's such a good game besides that. Hmm. So, anyway. Cool. That's what I have to say. I'm trying to figure out what I want to stream next. Uh, if you have something you want me to stream, let me know. I think already one of my friends has already told me to um, stream... Mass Effect Trilogy, but I kind of got to wait on that because my husband is playing that. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I don't really want to butt in while he's playing. So um, I'm, That's looking, a long I'm looking for games to play. Too. Yeah, but um, mm -hmm. yeah. it's just crazy. It's really, really good game. So that's all I have cool. to say. Uh, I have been just kind of grinding through Plague Tale. Innocence. Is it Innocence? Yep. Yeah, I think the sequel yeah. is called Requiem. Cool. Uh... I really don't have like much to add from the last time uh, that I talked about. For those who didn't listen, uh, basically, I'm really enjoying the story, but it is very repetitive uh, gameplay-wise, mm. and it's a little gamey. Um, there was a super annoying glitch that happened. They had this really cool mechanic where you could drop the rats. Um, big mechanic of the game are these rats mm. yeah, uh, that are creating a plague, obviously. Uh, and so you could drop a crate of rats on a couple of nights um, that you're trying to like get rid of mm -hmm. and I did it and then I got caught so I restarted like the checkpoint mm -hmm. and then the crate had fallen but it didn't break oh. at respawn weird and oh. they were all these like super heavily armored guards that you were like you were supposed to be able to drop the rats right yeah and then kind of yeah. maneuver that level because of that and I had to do it completely differently mm. yeah um, I have heard that's a game that you would think would reward you for thinking about other ways to solve problems, but there's only ever like one. It's very way to solve specific. Problem. Yeah. That's what I've heard from that game. Yeah, it's very puzzly. Yeah, they've got a couple things that have been cool. 
there was a situation where uh, I was basically like I was pushing the rats. The rats are scared of light, so I was pushing the rats towards yeah. this guard. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of spoilery, I guess, but um, it's like a little side thing. It was cool to, to note. Um, I won't say what happened. Like, so what happens is you can. I was like, I think I could save that guy if I did this differently. So I went to the back of the checkpoint, and it was the one time in the entire game that I've been able to do something um, differently that I've noticed. Hmm. That like, and I'm sure it didn't have any impact in the game, but I saved that guard yeah. instead of killing him. Nice. Uh, and he's like, I won't tell anyone. And I was like, that's that's cool. Oh, that is cool. It was like an interaction that I wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Um, I guess there is another situation where I made a choice, uh, and that one would be highly spoilery. Um, but I made a decision, and uh, my friends were not happy with the decision, and I didn't have to make the decision. <laughs> so I guess there's that. Um, yeah. But again, I, I really don't know. I think the game is too linear and not complex enough for those decisions to really impact me. Totally. Yeah. Uh, Should be cool if they did. I'm really excited for the sequel just because it is so repetitive that I'm hoping that they kind of evolve the gameplay a little bit. Um, I noticed that she's got a crossbow in the trailer. Mm -hmm. Um, So going from the sling to the crossbow. I maybe it's because I played so much Last of Us before this. Like I literally played Last of Us two and then went to this. I just kind of want this to be medieval Last of Us. Yeah. Um, And so I would hope that uh, as far as the resources go, more um, combat. Yeah, it would just be a little more complex. Hmm. Maybe the skill trees be a little bit different. A little more, uh, little I mean, that's more a good example. Is Last of Us has like five different skill trees, and this has a single like skill page mm-hmm. with like three upgrades mm-hmm. per thing. So I don't know. I I like it. The story it's what keeps me going. Um, yeah. Basically, you are um, what's her name amicia yeah amicia who was probably like 14 years old to 16 years old probably Mm -hmm. 14-ish um her she like gets to talk to her little brother who she never like gets to talk to ever um kind of loses everything and so uh you gotta figure out like why they're after your your family basically um and then it you know goes from there so really really intrigued there's a lot of supernatural stuff going on Mm -hmm. um but I still don't... I'm on episode, or chapter, I think is what they're called. Uh, I'm on chapter 14 mm. of 16, and I'm still not positive what's happening. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like, I've gotten pieces, um, but there's there's a lot of stuff going on with the plague that's like, you just... The origins of it are still kind of a secret. I'm assuming right. that I'll, I'll hopefully get to the end of that get that answered yeah. by the end of it yeah because uh, some of the ties to it like there are specific ties to that plague which is interesting mm-hmm. yeah I've, I've seen some really crazy stuff and then like i said before one of my favorite things about this game um is you get most of the information not from the cutscenes, but mm-hmm. like while you're playing mm-hmm. uh, just through the interactions if you stop and you listen to the guards um that you're trying to get past right there's so much information there um just what they're doing and why they're doing it it's cool yeah Mm -hmm. Um, i'm having a lot of fun cool i've basically been just like any chance i get to my free time kind of doing that yeah you're Um, you're good about playing one game at a time unlike somebody like me who just plays like three at a time (laughs) yeah i usually i'm just like v-line it through (laughs) yeah Um, definitely so a linear game like this is kind of nice for me in that sense right uh i can just kind of play it till it's done um it is long though oh yeah very long uh we were talking before the podcast i 
the other day I was like, I'm just going to play one chapter and then go to bed. That'd be like 30, 40 minutes. And I got done with it. I think it was like 10 minutes. So I was like, well, that was short. Maybe I'll play another one, I guess. <laughs> and then that one took me like an hour and 10 minutes. And so <laughs> it was like, okay, they're a little inconsistent on the length of some of these chapters. But mm-hmm. uh, it's cool. I really hope the sequel is not just a copy paste and they really right. dive into what this game could be. So I think it has a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. All right. Talking about new games coming out. LJ, go for it. Cool. Um, so, yeah, on to the gaming news. Um, the biggest stuff was from Gamescom. There was other, like, very huge things, like Horizon Zero Dawn getting uh, the delay confirmed. It was all but confirmed before. There was stuff for, like, Elden Ring and Death Stranding Director's Cut. A lot of the, like, known quantity, like, high-profile stuff. But I chose three kind of cool new trailers that people seemed to really enjoy. Uh, and that were kind of the bigger surprises. Um, so the first one, which this one was being heavily rumored a lot and, and was, you know, hadn't really, it hadn't been confirmed that it, this was even a thing yet, but the first trailer is for Marvel's Midnight Suns, uh, which is made by Firaxis, the makers of XCOM. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's so, an XCOM style? Yes. Well, so it's it's a tactical game which yes um but they also say that it shares zero mechanics with XCOM, which also makes me wonder like oh okay are we gonna get like a dragon age style like tactical system or like yeah, a fire emblem there's so many tactical different types system. of yeah there's so many different types of tactical cool. systems yes. out there and Maybe they could come up with something entirely new, mm-hmm. but that's... Because maybe yeah. it's like a Mario versus Rabbit. I guess that's kind of close to XCOM. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's basically it. But still. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, so the interesting thing here is, like, I mean, a lot of those heroes, especially featured in the trailer, they have ranged abilities, but, you know, it's not like... A, it's not going to be a heavily ranged-based game, so, like... And that's what XCOM is, is, you know, guns and... Um, right. In this, they've explained that uh, you are a new a new character uh, called the Hunter, which is basically a character that you know you you're kind of commanding you know these other heroes, and you can customize that character. I guess um, uh, they, cool. we got a cinematic trailer. Uh, I guess the day that this episode comes out, I guess uh, with some cool characters in it. Yeah, yeah. So it's got like Wolverine, Iron Man, Blade, uh, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Um, and, uh, I think that's it. Unless I'm missing a few. Um. Danny Ray's, I think his name is. I can't remember. What? The Ghost Dude's Ghost Rider's name. Oh, yeah, it's the newer it's Ghost Rider. It's not Johnny Blaze. No, 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 it's, yeah. The <laughs> other one. Yeah, the one that was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um. Yeah, it's gonna drive me nuts, I don't know. I wish that, that was one thing that I saw, as I was like, I saw Blade and Ghost mm-hmm. Rider, and I'm like, this is getting cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they're like, and Iron Man. And I was like... All right, and like Captain America, that's not what I thought Midnight yeah. Suns would be. Yeah, because yeah. the I th- the comic based Midnight Suns is the more supernatural angle, and so that's I think yeah. that's where the story is going to be is more supernatural themed. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so it we don't really know anything about it yet as far as like gameplay, but they are revealing that stuff. Uh, to as as of the time that this episode comes out, uh, there will be gameplay out. Um. But uh, that means I'll probably talk about it next week. <laughs> so uh, we'll get to talk about that more um, then. Cool. Um, and then the second video, the second trailer is kind of more f- 
for me personally just because I'm into Saints Row. But uh, they announced a reboot, which apparently was also in the rumor mill, was that uh, there was a Saints Row reboot com- coming. Um, this one is set in the Southwest, which looks like Arizona, Nevada, uh, Texas, kind of kind of areas, uh, stuff like that. Uh, it looks looks like that's where it's set in the United States. Uh, it's a new team, so you're not gonna get any characters from the previous Saints Rows. That series just went bonkers. Like Saints Row, Saints Row Three was, oh which yeah, is, which is what they're modeling this game after. Saints Saints Row Three was at the height of the franchise because that was when this small time gang became some kind of like national icon and that's when it got super silly because it's like this this okay. these gang members were like celebrities and stuff and it just got ridiculous like they had like merchandise mm-hmm. and everything and that was the funny part about that game to me um but then like in 4 your character becomes president and the world is invaded by aliens and then these aliens trap you in a simulation, like kind of like the Matrix, and oh. you get superpowers and stuff. Like it's, hmm. it got really weird. So they had to reboot it. That's um, a Doctor Who level sort of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but this one, they emphasize that there's going to be four player co-op uh, in an open world. Um, sounds like you're going to be able to customize your character again. Uh, this trailer I put in here explains a lot of like what they're trying to do show some gameplay uh i'm excited for it um but there's also a ton of stuff coming out in february i think horizon zero dawn comes out in february this comes out in february oh my gosh um the new king of fighters games come out come out in february uh sifu that martial arts one comes out in february there's like so many games by then yeah yeah there's so many horizon (laughs) oh yeah I didn't put it in the news, but I I hear that there is like a there they secretly like did a slimmer model for the PlayStation. Yeah. So maybe you'll get one I've of those. <laughs> I don't I don't really know the details, and uh, so I didn't include it in the news. But I think there's a bit of a change in the architecture too. Yes. Um, Weird. I think they I said it was why, a smaller but... heat sink or something as well. Yeah. Uh, but that's like minor stuff. It's almost like when the Switch put out that that uh, longer battery life model, like kind of yeah, quiet. The OLED. Well, not the OLED, but... Oh, but not like, the OLED. The... That, that one when they, like, halfway through, like, a couple years later... It was, they... like, six months after the oh, other one came out. Yes, yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. extended yep. battery one. Yep. And then they're like, here's the model number you want. <laughs> and it was all yeah. weird. Yeah, make sure you get this model number. Yeah, but that's kind of what that was. Um, So, yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff coming out that month. Uh, and then... Tell the us about Doki, Doki Literature Club 5. No, this is called Doke V. Oh, this... my bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this game, apparently this was announced before somewhere else as an MMO, but mm-hmm. this is a straight-up looking action-adventure game. It looks... With no relation to Doki Doki Literature. Yeah, no relation. No relation. Um, <laughs> yeah. It would be like extra specify. weird. Yeah, it's a complete like, difference. <laughs> yeah, this has much <laughs> more of a, a, a much more of a fun vibe, and you're gonna have a good yeah, time. It looks like good time with this Splatoon, one. and uh, it, it reminds me of Splatoon, and then like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yeah, and, and then, it's, then other and then shenanigans. It's, yeah, and then it's got like creatures in it that kind of remind me of like Pokemon, but most of those it looks like you're fighting like as bosses or mm-hmm. something. Then it looks like you're gonna be able to like 
ride a couple or you know have a couple with you or whatever like and the trailer plays out so weird because i was yeah. like oh it's a skating game <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're shooting monsters and it's i was an like wait what is this <laughs> there's a scene where you have like they have like a hammer there's one where you sh- they're shooting a bow there's he's literally on so... like one of those like bouncy ball things that you yeah. can sit on and like jump around like a pogo yeah. stick yeah and then, there's and then like... that's a weapon all of a sudden yeah and then there's like where they jump up in the air and they like pull out the umbrella to glide like Breath of the Wild yeah. kind of thing. Then I do like wish this was shared skates. world. Oh yeah, yeah. That would be so much fun. I, I think this will be an, another co-op deal. Hopefully, um, it looks like a really cool world and it's like a seaside like town in like Japan or something. Like the architecture mm-hmm. looked really cool. Um, looks weird and cool. <laughs> Yeah, I say Splatoon. It is like human-ish yeah. looking characters, but uh, it's got that very vibe. Cutesy. Yeah, I, very I, colorful. I could see Nintendo doing an open-world Splatoon game like this. Ah, oh, that would be cool. Yeah, you could put Splatoon music over this, and it would make sense. Yes, yes, I, I totally <laughs> feel that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so that's uh, that's that's kind of the weird one. I chose. Something that I know everybody's really going to be excited about, which was the Marvel thing. Saints Row was kind of more personal. And then this was just the straight-up weird thing that people needed to see. So Mm -hmm. uh, that was how I worked out the gaming news this time. And that's it. That's everything. Awesome. Cool. We'll get into our our movies then. Uh, Oh, yeah, I'm curious about this, LJ. Vacation Friends. John Cena, right? Yes. Um, How was it? It was really good. <laughs> so, I, I it's kind of crazy because, like, I guess he's been in two movies back-to-back. But I'm like, man, this dude's yeah. actually a really good actor. Um, yeah. I haven't seen his early stuff. Like, I know he's been in, like, a bunch of random action movies and all he that. He must be taking lessons. Because yeah. Suicide so. Squad was, like, the best acting I've ever seen out of him. Mm. Uh, by, like, far. Um, just like the difference between that and that Transformers movie he was in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, he was in that. <laughs> yeah. The Bumblebee. Like it wasn't great. And then even in Fast, uh, is nine? it Fast 9 now? Oh, that's right. Yeah. He was in that too. Yeah. I haven't like, seen that yet. He was okay in that. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't really have to have, he, yeah. he was kind of supposed to be, um, cold. Okay. So there wasn't a lot of emotion needed to be drawn from that. Right. Um, so like Suicide Squad. I was very impressed with, and then now you're saying this is really good. Yeah, so uh, Vacation Friends, uh, basically the plot is this couple, they go on a vacation, um, and they meet these two people. Like, things kind of go go wrong with their plans, and so they end up, like, staying with, uh, they end up hanging out with with John Cena's character and and his wife, and they're just crazy, kind of unhinged. They don't really have a lot of structure. (laughs) They just kind of they're they're crazy they kind of do whatever they want and uh john cena's hair his character is funny because his hair is always kind of like messy like he's just like the dude just seems like he's totally unhinged like all the time <laughs> um but and he oh man it's so great they're like it's one of those movies where things get progressively like worse and worse and you're just laughing but you're also cringing on the inside too um but basically, this is in the trailer. So they meet these people on vacation, and so they're they're it's all it's their wedding day, and this couple shows up, and they're like, "No, get get out of here!" Like they're they're like, "We cannot have them at our wedding. They're totally gonna mess everything up." And yeah. uh, so that's basic plot. But it's just uh, it's good. It's so funny. Um, 
And it's not like it's so it's rated R, but it's not like rated R to the point of where there's like raunchy stuff all the time or where there's nudity or anything like that. It's actually like the the theme and kind of like the the like message of it is pretty wholesome too. Like it's just like it ends up being like a really cool movie because it's like you think it's just them about dealing with these crazy people they've been on vacation, but like but really like there's it's it gets kind of deeper than that. Um it's it there are some like kind of obvious like uh, tropes and kind of like plot points um but it, it was super it was super funny it's on hulu uh, so i don't think you can like go to a theater anywhere to watch it but yeah uh it, yeah it was it was good though it was it was fun cool. mm-hmm. i watched uh the witcher nightmare of the wolf oh, thinking nice. that it was a tv show no oh. uh, but it was a movie oh, and yeah, yeah. I it's, think it came out on last last Monday, which is weird. It's like that no, nothing comes out on a Monday usually. Yeah, it kind of came under the radar. It was like we had nothing else to watch really, so we're like, let's check this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think people who really like The Witcher are gonna like be really into it. It gives a lot of context to uh, Vesemir, who is uh, Geralt's you know mentor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's a lot of nods to things that are like in the game, mm. uh, as far as it, it's not really fan service. I think it really is kind of a context to to stuff that you already uh, know. Some of it's fan service. It's just like oh, name drops here and there. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, You're just like eh. But a big thing in the game, and then uh, my wife's read the books, and so uh, we have two very different ideas of like the story. Oh yeah. And then we both watch the show. Uh, she hasn't played the game. Right. Uh, but a big thing in the games and in the books is this uh, fact that Care Morin, uh, which is the castle that they train all the witchers in, mm-hmm. uh, there was a big battle there uh, that completely destroyed that castle. Uh, it's in ruins in Witcher 3. And so yeah. this kind of is a show about that happening. And oh, that cool. Happened. Yeah, so you get to see that battle. Really cool. Vesemir is weirdly sarcastic, <laughs> which... I never really got from his character in the video game. Right. Um, he's very youthful in this and just kind of goofy. Hmm. Um, but in a cool way. I really like the characters likable. Hmm, I cool. just, I don't know. I got a little lost at a few points where I was just kind of like, I don't know if I really want to watch this. I'm a little bored. Huh. Um, yeah. But I don't think that I have the, like, I like the Witch, like the Witcher, but I'm not like any kind of super fan. You don't have an attachment yeah. to it like some other totally. people. Totally. That's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if you're, like, really into the games and stuff, then this is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for a casual fan, you're like, eh, it's cool. Something to do. It's yeah. only, like, an hour and a half long. It's not super long. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminded me, I will say this, it's very gory. Super gory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, remind me kind of that Mortal Kombat movie that came out. Oh, Scorpion. yeah. Scorpion's Revenge. There's a sequel to, out to that now, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of excited for that. But... Uh, as far as like the gore and stuff goes, it's a bit like that. Like, there's some dark stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, also, nudity, which kind of caught me off guard. Uh, is an animated show. Yeah, I was like, oh, weird. Uh, mm-hmm. But nothing sexualized. It's like someone being possessed, and she rises out of the bed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a cool story. There's a lot going on. You get not just Vesemir's. Uh, story as an adult but also a little bit of when he was a kid too and how he became a witcher hmm. so that's all pretty cool 
Yeah, that's what I watched. Cool. We can get into the movie news. Sweet. Um, so I'm actually going to save the, probably the biggest movie news for last. All right. Um, first off, we do have a first look at um, the new Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City movie. Uh, we got the actors there. They're all, you know, dressed up and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Um, I've never what? watched... Well, I think I've seen parts of Resident Evil movies, but they're just usually really weird. This is a total remake, or a total mm-hmm. like reboot. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping it goes well. Um, it looks pretty good, I watched good, though. all of them with the promise that I would watch all of them for my wife so that she would watch all of Underworld movies. Because <laughs> uh, they're basically the same thing. Kinda. And <laughs> they're both real weird. Real ridiculous action movies, yeah. They always come out at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have seen every Resident Evil movie uh, with the one dude's wife. Yeah, Yovovich. Yeah. Yeah, uh, in it. Right, yeah. that's right, that's right. Yep. The one with the zombie Nazis is my favorite. <laughs> so Good weird. Advice. <laughs> um, yeah, but again, I, I I say this for pretty much every video game movie that we talk about on this on this uh, show. I hope it does well, but I usually don't expect it to do well. <laughs> so so I'll say this because we talked about Cowboy Bebop last week. Yeah, look, the, these costumes look accurate. Like yeah, absolutely. I, that I is think true. Ro- Robbie Amell, uh, Stephen Amell's brother, is gonna play Chris, and they have a couple other actors that are well known in there too. I was gonna say, I think I recognize one. He looks very. Uh, it may not be him actually, but he looks very similar to like Nickelodeon, some Nickelodeon mm-hmm. actor I used to, you know, see in shows and stuff. But I could be, I could be wrong. Yeah. But I, yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah, it'd be really cool if that um, does well. Something that it's like it's just hard to figure out how anything could really cater to both like yeah. new audiences and old audiences and horror fans and you know all the like i guess so yeah it, it looks low budget to me as well um so yeah. I, I hope that they it'd be neat if they went with like a practical horror vibe instead of like some crazy cg nonsense like the other movies i agree were. yeah so yep, that, that's that kind of my hope for it. yeah it's obviously like didn't work for them before you know <laughs> so yeah. i think at trying something new yeah something a little bit more practical maybe going for a different type of horror than just like weird cgi thing yeah i mean we're definitely we're definitely gonna get the super zombies at some point like the nemesis and the tyrants and stuff like we're gonna get those for sure but i hope it's more practical effects yeah totally um yep no i just wanted to mention that uh we also have jungle cruise 2 in the works disney's making a second Mm -hmm. one because the first one just did so well that sounds like that sounds like sarcastic it actually did do well um, at one point, it was, I don't know if it still is on Rotten Tomato, um, it was the most critically acclaimed uh, Dwayne Johnson movie. It's just so weird. I mean, it's like, I don't know, Why? maybe no one I had, seen it. maybe no one had high expectations for it. <laughs> right. That's the only thing I can think of is that everyone was just like, oh, this is just going to be a movie. And it probably just ended up being like, better than just a movie. And people were like, "Yeah, yo, this is amazing. Whereas I feel like every other especially Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie is hyped up like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I still liked Jumanji, but it was like very hyped up. I would say like there yeah. was a lot of marketing, mm-hmm. a lot of advertising for it. And everyone kind of knew, I feel like everyone kind of knew what to expect from that. Yeah. Um, and a lot of other movies with him in it. Again, he tends to play similar roles in every movie. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but, uh, 
I mean, good for them. Good for him, yeah. Emily Blunt, and all the all the rest of the gang working on that. It's a, uh, you know, I, maybe not even that surprising because this is just different Pirates of the Caribbean. This is just Pirates of the Caribbean, but different. That's all it mm-hmm. is. The fact that they just were like, oh, we have these rides and there's no lore to them. Let's create lore and story mm-hmm. <laughs> and make it into a movie. And uh, they have no other expectations. It's literally just their thing. So they can just do whatever they want with it. Which honestly, yeah. I I can respect. I can respect at least that sliver a bit from Disney. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, sure. Yeah. Do what do whatever you want with that. You want Disney. That's <laughs> fine with me. I'm not going to get upset or anything. So I just want Pirates 9. Or whatever they're on. <laughs> they're making a new Pirates, I'm pretty sure. I think they're making a reboot. Yeah. I don't so. I don't need another ride. There's That's... like two of them being made. There's like a spin-off with Margot Robbie and then there's another Jack Sparrow one coming out, I think. It's so weird. Cool. I think yeah, I, I think <laughs> I remember ta- I remember talking about that on the sh- on the show, but it's just weird. I like like that why would world. you do I don't know. It's like what what they did with um Transformers too. Yeah. It's just like is this a yeah. is this a sequel or a reboot or spin-off? Canon. Is it so there's like right. three at the same time going anyway. Very strange. I should say, I don't necessarily need Pirates of the Caribbean. I just want more pirate movies. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's just not a lot of pirate movies out there that are good. And so, That's like, true. put when... Disney money behind it, and it's No, you're right. Better when I think most. of pirate movies, I think of Pirates of the Caribbean number one. Mm-hmm. But I also don't yeah. really go out of my way to watch pirate movies. So, if there's any anyone <laughs> listening who wants to educate us, uh, you could tweet us. I want a movie, Van Bonnie. What? Van Bonnie, if you don't know who she is. Famous historical pirate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, crazy, crazy cool. Mm-hmm. Um, she was yeah. Read about Anne Bonny, and you're like, well, it's like, she's now my favorite pirate. It's like I think Pirates of the Caribbean does a good job of taking the super, I guess, fantastic, fantastical, fun parts of pirate piracy, piracy, piracy. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the word. Um, and throwing into a movie that's really entertaining. I feel like it could really. You could just go the direction of like, oh, this is what's more historical, but then it's just not as fun. And also, you, it's fun. You it, want pirates to be cool, even though they were criminals and terrible people. So that reminds me, <laughs> that reminds me Cody. Uh, since you have Game Pass now, uh-huh. you, sh- you should download Sea of Thieves. And I have Sea of Thieves. We should get a game together, maybe if you. Have, I'm down for the if we were if we we're able to get one for the pledge drive or just a random stream one day. That'd be cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. I have it. it. I played about an hour by myself, and I got tired of literally trying to drive the ship and then running down to another floor to get the yeah. Map. Yeah, you, you need to play with other people, but they have the yeah. pirates. They have you the pirates live content now. Yep, because there's a place too. Yep, to get Anna. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah. down. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll get. We'll, we need to get a crew together because I figured you'll like that game so much more with people. Also, the Anne Bonny movie that's not being made uh, doesn't have to be historically accurate. It could be like craziness. That is true. <laughs> Anne Bonny needs a movie. They always throw some sort of variation of Blackbeard into every pirate-related thing, so yep. you have a point. Have we gotten Blackbeard in the Caribbean? Uh, I thought so. He at might least be, yeah. Pirates, uh, or at least uh, I thought Assassin's Creed 4, but maybe I'm confusing things. I think he's I in remember. a pirate. I think he's in a Pirates movie, too. I think he's in like four I'm... or something. I can't remember. I don't know. I don't. Uh... <laughs> anyway, I I'll admit I don't know pirates well enough. Edward Teach. 
But um, cool. I like that that entire conversation just became pirates and not Jungle Cruise. <laughs> yeah, How different I'll, are they really? Because really about did. boats. I'll watch Jungle Cruise when it comes to Disney Plus, like for free. Yeah. Because I'm sure that's not far away. Because I saw Cruella is available to watch on there now. For free? Yes. You don't have to pay 30 bucks now. Oh, that's cool. I'll probably still not watch it. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. More Disney, obviously, but LJ and I are actually pretty salty about this. If you listen to our podcast weekly, you know that we mentioned this last week. We talked about... The Spider-Man No Way from No Way Home trailer. We talked about how it was leaked and the how leaks. probably they would be releasing it officially pretty uh, soon. What we didn't anticipate was that it was going to be released as we were recording. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we didn't cover it last week because we Man. missed it. So, so so what I did was I put like a little message out in front of the podcast because it was one of those things where we we reported directly the opposite, you know. And so I was like, this is just it entwines too much for me to just let it go like because usually it's it's the day after well like usually it's the day after or like a couple days after so it's usually like okay yeah we you know we can't do nothing about that but this time it was just like ridiculous literally during the timing like they they did us dirty Um, we were pretty bad but (laughs) it's out now guys we've watched it it's just a it's interesting it really is um it is like trailer length, but they refer to it as a teaser. But also, I feel like they give us so much information about what's happening in the movie, yet still definitely keeping secrets. It didn't feel like a teaser. It doesn't feel like, no. They call it a teaser, I think just because they didn't give us a release date. I think that's probably why. They did. Okay. Uh, Wait, they did? That, oh yeah, it's, it's December, it's in, isn't it? Yeah, December 17th. I yeah. missed that. I, think, I don't know if that's in the trailer or not. I think that's that. just information. I thought it was in the oh. trailer. Well, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I want to throw out this theory. Uh, okay. I want to call it before the movie comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he goes, for those who are not watching the trailer, sorry, this is going to be, we're talking about the trailer. Um, so he goes to Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is the thing to make him, everyone not uh, know that he's Spider-Man. I think that the process of this whole thing will be that he needs to like own up to it and just like allow people to know who he is. Um, so he will have to go to court. When he does go to court, we're either going to see one of two people. It is going to be Matt Murdock. I'm really, really hopeful. doesn't even need to be canon. It just needs to be Matt Murdock. A cameo. Or the smarter choice, She-Hulk. Yeah, whoever's playing so She-Hulk, cool. yeah. That'd be so um, cool. But I wanna, that's my, that's my theory. Because he even says, he's like, you need to, the more you try to live two different lives, the worse this is going to get. And I'm like, oh, well, the end of the movie is going to be him, like, accepting that and mm-hmm. just letting people for know. For sure. And, and then I he's going to have to go to court yeah. for it. Basically, so, yeah, I think it, it makes sense that that's going to be the end. Um, it's just we're going to have a fun ride having him learn yeah. his lesson, which is Doctor fine. Strange is the bad guy, too. No. He's the bad guy. You really think Doctor Strange is the bad guy? Dude, he was sketchy that whole, almost that whole time. Like, it is a little off character. So, so think about how he's not off character. This man is the most reckless. He is so (laughs) up his own butt. He is so, like, he, he is so, I don't know, prideful, I guess. He thinks he's the best. That, um, this is the same man who texts and drives. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so really, people were yeah. saying this isn't in character. He's a really careful dude. He would want to, you know, measure out the circuit. No, he thinks he could do it, 
And yeah. he thinks he's the best at it, so he's gonna freaking do it. And then obviously he doesn't. So, it's my so, LJ. Are theory. you calling Mephi- Mephisto? Are you really? I don't want to say it's Mephisto, but I know it's it's got to be somebody because yeah. So like I think of like what was the whole ice thing about? Like I love his get up with the jacket and the. That's sweater true. Why was it so like, snowy in there? So. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, he, and then, so, there's the train scene. Like, it's, like, I think he's actually fighting him during that train okay. scene. Okay. Oh, shoot. Um, yeah, so, there's a lot of sketchy stuff, like, uh, about Doctor Strange. I don't know what's going to be wrong with him, but I know he's not himself. I don't want to say Mephisto, but Mephisto it would, would be pretty sense. sweet. It it does make a lot of sense. It would be yeah. pretty sweet, because I know that theory's been thrown around uh, a it, it, for WandaVision, WandaVision yeah. Loki, I think even Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, so, like, it became a joke in itself for a lot of people at some point. Like, literally, uh, my friends at the Infinity Bros, they have a line that they call Mephisto's Advocate now instead of Devil's Advocate. <laughs> because <laughs> they're always dropping Mephisto theories and stuff as a joke more so than anything now. But I feel like if there is, if it is Mephisto or if it is, it is some dark villain like that, I think now's the time um, because Doctor Strange is very sketchy. Uh, people are also asking why? Did, why is he wearing the Eye of Agamotto? Yeah, yeah. Why is he wearing that? <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah. So I don't know, but hmm. the other stuff in the other stuff in that trailer. I, so my theory is that Doctor Strange is like the real like problem. He's he's the ultimate okay. problem. Um, I don't think Doc Ock was talking to Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yes. So here, my theory for that is Tom Holland was not the focus of that shot. I think they maybe I think maybe Tobey Maguire is standing in the focus of that shot in the front of that shot because Tom Holland was very far back and he was a secondary focus in that shot. Okay. So I think I think they photoshopped uh, Tobey well not photoshopped cuz but higher technology right. than that but they basically edited, edited him, ed- out. they edited out they edited out Tobey Maguire for that scene okay. in the trailer I'm I'm positive so oh, it's gonna be a crazy movie I love how we're calling out these theories and everything that's yeah going on. my worry too though I was thinking about this the other day is uh, I don't think the epicness that Marvel is giving out is sustainable mm-hmm. I agree like it's... where do you go for a Spider-Man movie after this so that's the other thing. People are worried that this is the last we'll see of Tom Holland in the MCU because of the Sony deal. And then it'll just get sucked into Sony that would stuff. Be well, it's so like depressing. it's like yeah. Well, it's like why is it called No Way Home? You know, like oh yeah, that's true. Want, I don't want that to happen because mm-hmm. he's barely. But I mean, just in really, general, like, do stuff. Where do you go um, with after the multiverse? Like, right. yeah, that's I, true. It's I mean, it's sort of they may come up with something because at first it was where do you go after Thanos after the Infinity War and now it's like oh the <laughs> multiverse true. and now we're only really still dipping our toes in it and they could go crazy with this and mm-hmm. then after that no I don't know but they're probably going to come up with some other yeah. idea because clearly you know multiverse is still a pretty interesting new somewhat idea there, there's guess, so much going on so. because we have the multiverse stuff we have the we have this version of the multiverse then we have the Loki split timelines and mm. then we have like all the like dark avengers like thunderbolt stuff going on with like you know the alternate team you know yeah like, so there's so much going on so it, it's yeah. it's exciting. i just hope this stuff doesn't distract from like a thunderbolt situation where right. it just doesn't feel because i think black widow kind of suffered from that a lot it mm. was like black widow was cool but we've got all this like literal dimension stuff happening mm. it, it just seems, seems like kind of unimportant small. yeah mm. absolutely. yeah 
I'm a little worried about like Shang Chi. Is if that's going to happen with that? They uh, yeah, Shang- we don't know. I guess they uh, say Shang Chi is kind of the start of the next phase. Is what I've been hearing as far as marketing goes. I'm hopeful, yeah. and I'm okay. also. So that was one of my worries. My other worry too. Uh, if they do it this one time, I think it's fine. But mm-hmm. I hope that the multiverse isn't used as a nostalgia engine to just throw stuff. Because I mean, that's what's. This I is know. Be. Yep. It's just like here's all these villains. Remember these guys, and it's like it's gonna be really cool this one time. But I'm like, is you don't this have all to do you're this. Gonna do for... Yeah, it's like yeah. we no longer have to create stories or interesting characters. We'll just mm-hmm. throw these other characters here and well, make people freak out. And yeah, like, yeah. they go remember the X Men. I'm gonna be really mad. <laughs> no, that would be. I don't think they'll do that. They'll treat the X Men better than that. <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. I don't know. I just, but no, for sure. I mean, I. I am worried about them just literally depending purely on nostalgia for the next coming things. Like, I mean, they, I feel like they have something really cool sort of building with uh, mm-hmm. Wanda, you know, the end of WandaVision. And mm-hmm. again, Doctor mm-hmm. Strange is having a whole movie about multiverse stuff. And we're obviously going to see a part of that with No Way Home. And who knows? Maybe we'll even get some of that in Shang-Chi. We haven't seen the movie yet. We don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, um, you got Abomination fighting Wong in the background, which I'm going to assume that's where Wong is going whenever he tells Doctor Strange, like, don't do this, and he leaves. Yeah, he goes and, oh, that'd be so fun. So I'm Um, assuming that's where he goes, is to fight Abomination in in Shang-Chi. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But, yeah, I just... after, because Shang-Chi will come out, and then... Well, yeah, but I mean, continuity-wise... I mean, time-wise, yeah. Right, continuity-wise, I think that that would probably connect in that way, yeah. They could be it. Man, I hope we get the they just get yeeted into another dimension. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not like time has to pass or there's sort of, you know, <laughs> yeah. they're just gone and they come back. Probably is what's going to happen. That's, yeah. Nothing has to make sense anymore. They could just say multiverse. Nothing. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just magic, but different. I'm yeah. not going to explain anything. <laughs> Multiverse. Cool. Timeline's broken. All this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Marvel, um, how are you guys feeling about What If series? It's a great transition because we're done. Yeah, we're we don't need to talk about movies anymore. Um, <laughs> I have mixed feelings I, about that new episode. I think the newest episode was a hundred percent my favorite of all, all the ones that have come oh, really? out so far. Yep, cool. It is one of the most. I'm very happy that I liked it. Um, I'm very the first happy. episode. I was like, it was cool, but it's all right. Like, I, I didn't hate it. It was okay, and then the second I episode think, was like. Sold. I think it was yeah. I was getting I was getting tired. Oh, of, that's right. Yeah, because what if didn't... this character was just this character, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. You're the essentially. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, okay, that's you know an idea. Whereas this third episode feels like it was totally fresh and new, and also like something to consider. And I don't want to spoil anything. But I think it confirmed some pretty big theories that were going around. Um, it, de- it definitely confirms that the Incredible Hulk is canon. People don't forget about that movie. That is true. I cannot people, believe they actually threw people the, brush like, that one man. under the rug all the time. And it's Mar- and then even Marvel was like, nope. Yeah, it brought back a character that we haven't seen <laughs> since that movie. Yeah, I'm we. So happy. Daniel and I were watching it, and we're just like, so many people are going to watch this and have no idea what's. I'm, 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 I'm an Incredible Hulk apologist. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was interesting and really weird that uh, Bruce Banner kind of looked like Edward Norton's Bruce Banner, but he still looked like Mark. It Ruffalo definitely was Mark Ruffalo's. Really, I think it was, it was definitely kind of a Mark mix of the two. It was yeah. his voice for sure. I mean, it was yeah. his voice. Maybe they did do something with his face. I didn't. I, it looked his like Mark Ruffalo. Kind of like a mix enough, of the two. And I was like, maybe That's it was so more weird. of a mix than I thought. I 
have only seen the Edward Norton one once anyway, so I guess... I, I read a thing know. today that said that the director of that episode actually, if they couldn't get Mark Ruffalo, wanted to hire Edward Norton on. But they already nice. said, they already said that, that they had Mark Ruffalo before he even, like, or before they were able to, like, even ask about it, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. They, they definitely had the idea, like, do we bring Edward Norton back? And they're like, no, we already have Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Mark Ruffalo would give up that character for anything. But. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to say spoilers or anything, but it's just one of those things that I felt validating because of some mm-hmm. theories and some things and thoughts that I have. But I um, don't want to share them because that would be spoilery. But you might know what I'm talking about when you actually watch it, just in the, in the sense of like how strong is every superhero out there in comparison right. and what makes someone an Avenger and, you know, what who could be an Avenger, I guess. I don't know. I yeah. thought it was definitely the most um, unique of the of the episodes so far. Or, or genre-bending. Yes. Yep. That's yes. another thing with the multiverse stuff is I don't want all the movies to look the same. That was yeah. my favorite part of the MCU is when they yeah. started changing of the genres. Mm-hmm. Um, like ant-man being a heist movie i was like that's totally. so cool mm-hmm. i didn't know we could do that with superhero movies <laughs> like rom-coms essentially uh, having like yeah exactly so like this was like it was like oh we got like a noir little crime detective yeah Ooh. yeah it's very cool yeah i always see more stuff like that i agree yep oh um what else have you guys been watching go ahead lj um, I have my weekly Naruto update. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> um, I've I've watched all the tuning exam stuff. So basically, heck yeah, I'm in the uh, Itachi arc now, which has been really cool because this is the stuff that like I don't remember at all. Like spoilers for an old anime. Uh, so I know about the third hook. <laughs> I remember the third Hokage dying, but I never remembered how. Like I remember that like Lady Sonate kind of takes over that role. But, like, I just don't remember any of the Itachi stuff at all. So this is the exciting stuff, because it's all, like, it's all about getting more into Sasuke's history and all that. And it's it's getting to the stuff that I haven't seen, uh, which which is kind of where I'm I'm really excited to keep watching. Because that final tuning exam was a slog. That whole battle took, like, ten episodes or something, because you had... Orochimaru fighting the Hokage, and then you had them chasing down Gara and stuff, and mm-hmm. that Ho- the Hokage battle was way more epic than like I thought. Like I thought it was gonna be like it was just it was a cool way to go out. He went out like a gangster, um, so it was just fun. And gosh, I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, this show is actually better than the memes are giving it credit for, because um, that's <laughs> all I think of when I watch it is memes half the time. But then I'm like. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm I'm really enjoying it. I'd be lying if the, one of my motivations for watching this show is there's been leaks that apparently like Naruto is going to be a big focus in the next season of Fortnite. <laughs> so yeah, I guess Fortnite's he's gonna be so weird at this. Uh, yeah, point. <laughs> so I guess he's gonna be a character so in the Battle Pass, weird. and I've been seeing this footage on TikTok, and it's like some of it I don't think it's real, but some of it totally is like. Usually, like, at this point, the current season's almost over. So there's leaks that come out of the next season, and usually a lot of them are correct. So I'm pretty positive Naruto is definitely going to be a character in there. So honestly, that's been a motivation for me to watch this show. But also, I haven't seen 80% of the show, so it's it's been really exciting for me to, to watch. Cool. 
So that's it. That's my weekly Naruto update. Yep. Uh, and then I guess I have a weekly Titans update too. Oh yeah. Um, but I there's not really a lot to share. Like it's just watch that show. It's so good. I need to catch um, up. It's Titans is amazing, uh, and with HBO's like budget backing it, uh, it's even better. That's cool. Like if you want, I wouldn't say it's a good Titan show right now. It's a good Nightwing versus Red Hood show. Mm. Um, there's a lot of psychological stuff that's going on. They're diving into like why the two of them are messed up in the ways that they are messed up, mm. uh, and like a lot of that has to do with you know the way that Bruce raised them. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of uh, there was this there was this like GIF or video I saw on Facebook, and it said and it said remember this happened, and it was a clip from Justice or it was a clip from I think it was Teen Titans versus Justice League, and it was a it was like a scene of Nightwing. Uh, grab! I think he grabbed. He was grabbing Damien or whatever, and he was just sitting there punching him, punching the crap out of him. I was like, "Oh crap, that is like kind of bad." <laughs> but that's yeah. Just... We haven't got a Damien in this. That would have been cool. <laughs> but that just reminds me of like the way you talk about that. Reminded me of that video because he just had this kid by the head and just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I mean, there's literally a scene where you see Red Hood versus Nightwing, and it's a full on just like hand to hand combat scene. Nice. And I'm like, I haven't seen this outside of YouTube. Like, this is, like <laughs> what web series are made out of. This never is, like, real. Patton, uh, is that you? Uh... Yeah, it's like, this is what fans want. This yeah. isn't, like, what Hollywood ever does. Yeah. Uh, it's just, there's a lot of things that I would have never thought I'd see in live action that I'm getting to see. And I'm like, man, that's amazing. Yeah, because, like, what I've seen of season one and two, it felt like they were so afraid to do anything because they didn't know if they were going to get canceled one day or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's that's what excites me about season three. It's like they have a place, they have a home now that they know is is gonna stay, unlike DC yeah. Universe, which I, I think they had a they probably had a limited budget and they were, they held back a lot in those first two seasons. Yep. This last episode was very much a uh, the first three episodes are kind of the Red Hood, um, you know, introducing himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were all kind of behind, and this episode was Nightwing really. Um, it was a psychological which one of them is smarter instead of which one mm. of them is stronger um, it, it was really cool to see just kind of piece by piece I say that I'm talking about last week's episode not this week's episode I just remembered uh, this week's episode was on how the Red Hood became to be okay. um, I kind of forgot about that so maybe it's a bit of a forgettable episode Oh, <laughs> last week's was really really good this one was cool um, it was just yeah I'm thinking about it. It was on why the Red Hood became the Red Hood. Um, I don't want to give anything away because uh, it would spoiler uh, where he gets yeah. his little drug that he inhales in the first few episodes. Oh, okay. There's and I don't want to say more than that. There are many angles as far as like where they could go because there's been a couple interpretations of Red Hood now. Yeah, they've really made the character their own in the show, and I think that's really cool. That's cool. Um, like he kind of came back to life immediately. It wasn't like in the animated movie mm. uh there's a long time span between him dying yeah and him uh being the red hood there's like the way that he comes back and stuff is not necessarily original but like original to the story that i've seen of red hood mm-hmm. um the reason that he went you know after the joker in the first place mm. um is really specific and unique to this story there's a lot that's going on that's like that's cool they seem to have just been given full freedom to do whatever they want that's awesome yeah i like it 
Okay. Uh, have we seen anything else? I think it was it, right? I was just gonna... I mean, I didn't... I've been still watching Cells at Work Season 2, but that was also just a weekly update thing, and I'm trying to remember the last episode, and I actually don't remember which one I watched last, so no, I don't need to talk about that. <laughs> okay. It's still a good show. Cool. Is it the one where Osmosis Jones shows up and fights crime? Yeah. No, <laughs> but basically. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Same concept. Um, yeah. A show that we're all very excited for is Cobra Kai. Yeah. Uh, comes out in December. <laughs> I don't know why they just decided to release this information now. It doesn't make sense to me, but season yeah, five uh, it's like, has been greenlit. Yeah. They're very confident I, in season four. Yeah. Be, I don't know. It makes me... I, I don't want this show to go on forever and ever and ever, though, if I'm being honest. I just don't want it to resolve. <laughs> it's so cheesy, know. but it's so good. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy I'm not talking to a wall anymore. Like I'm happy that you like people are watching it. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think a season five would make sense to get to kind of the end of things. Like I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to go past season five just because of the way the movies are set up. So you know, we got to meet Johnny in the first season, and then we got to meet his master in the second season and third season. Um, I guess it got kind of more into into that stuff. But now we're gonna get. Um, or we got kind of stuff from you know Karate Kid two, yeah. Karate Kid three now. Season. Now we're to Karate Kid three. There's only three. Assume. Yo, what There's if? Four. You know what would be insane, but they would definitely not There's do. Four-ish. If they somehow threw in something from uh the reboot, the Karate Kid. Oh, reboot. weird. <laughs> That'd be oh, that would be crazy. That'd be so weird, and also like, it wouldn't th- make sense, right? Like, wanna, you want to talk sense. multiverse? That would be some multiverse nonsense. Jane Smith I just mean, shows up. Or Jackie Chan's character named Miyagi. No, he was Mr. Han. Yeah, so they totally they could. They could have Mr. Han. If they wanted to. Yeah. It would have just been like modern day. Weird. There is a fourth, technically. It was the next Karate Kid. With Hillary Swank. Ugh. Yeah, Hillary Swank in it. And uh, that is, I think. I had read previously that uh, every they're calling it the Miyagi verse, and so yeah. anything that Miyagi was mm. in, they're considering canon. Yep, uh, which gotcha. is that movie. Yeah, yeah, because I think her dad was an old war buddy or something, if I remember correctly. Yeah, or somebody so, in her family. I could see season five kind of going and introducing a little bit of that. Um, if we got to go back to the temple, that would be really cool. Uh, I'm I'm down for a Cobra Kai multiverse. She goes to like a monk temple. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, That'd be cool. She'd be like, yeah. hey, I only take you somewhere. I need to take you to this temple. Yeah. We'll get Hillary Swank in there, record a couple scenes, and then we can end the show. Sweet. That's that's all we need. <laughs> um. But yeah, season five. We don't know when it's gonna come out. Uh, we're still waiting to see how good season four is. Exactly. Um, which was the most comic booky of all the movies. Mm-hmm. Johnny was it Johnny Silver? Was that his name? Terry Terry Silver. Terry Silver was just straight up a comic book villain. I need to finish that one because I don't think I ever did. I think I was just like, "This is so bad." I need. <laughs> he's to finish really it. cheesy. Yeah. Uh, and then he's got like this very militant, like other Karate Kid that's just like a crazy, uh, blood hung bloodthirsty <laughs> student. It's. I need to watch that. I need to watch that movie again before this season comes out. Probably the darkest of the three, too. The second one's the best. Throwing that out there. Karate Kid Two is amazing. 
Yeah, Karate Kid 2 was really good. Uh, and then the other show that's coming out uh, is Magic the Gathering. We kind of knew that this show was happening. Uh, we have, I, th- I thought it was a release date. It's late 2022, mm-hmm. which is um, closer than what we had in the past. We didn't know when it was going to be coming out. And it's animated. I don't know why I thought it was live action, but... I don't know if it was ever yeah. clear whenever they were <laughs> making, whenever they announced it. Mm-hmm. So, I think it'll be a cool show. I don't know. I'm worried. Uh, I'm sure it'll look just like anything else Netflix makes that's animated. And and that's where I'm kind of starting to worry. I'm starting to worry that this style is getting kind of saturated. Okay. Because, like, they have, like, Dragon's Dogma is a show that I forgot was even a thing, and that has the same style. Like, there's just... And then, like, the Witcher thing that just came out, that has the same style. They just did Dota. I think Dota was a style. Yeah, oh, yeah, Dota, and then, um... What of Zeus, I think it was? The the Greek mythology yes. one? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It doesn't look like the new... The other He-Man. Do we, I don't we call it the other He-Man. The other, other. Yeah, other that one He-Man. is a total different... Like That looks like very Saturday morning cartoon kids show compared to... Yeah, I'm into like, it. Me and LJ were talking about it. I'm not, I hate it. I, try, I, 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 I capped on it last week. I was just like... I said... Uh, I think that I would be less excited about it if we didn't have the other one. Huh. But seeing having the other one That's uh, true. that Kevin Smith has made and that is very true to the source material, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is cool. What's sad is, is cool. I think the people that are hating on the Kevin Smith one will actually go and watch this one because it's <laughs> because it's their He-Man. It's like, okay, we have you know this is classic. I hope it doesn't do better than Kevin Smith's and then that Kevin Smith yeah. gets canceled or something. That I don't be. think it will, but it's just like. It almost feels like, okay, here's your, you know, it, I mean, it's different plot I and mean, different, like, characters and stuff. Like, there's a different it, different setup. But I'm just like, okay, is this the thing that you He-Man fans think you want? Probably not. Even Dragon Prince has kind of that choppy, yeah, almost cel-shaded-ish animation yeah. to it Yeah. Um, that a lot of these do. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Uh, Voltron, not so much. And, uh... Yeah. She-Ra. Voltron has a cool style. Voltron and She-Ra Voltron's have pretty, really cool styles. They both. I, I agree. Voltron I don't even so watch much. those shows, but I like their animation styles. Voltron cool. was amazing. I should probably finish Voltron. I only watched a couple seasons of that. I I've so heard so many bad. bad things from Voltron. I'm surprised you still like really? it. Really? Yeah. I loved Voltron so much. Did you watch all of it? Yeah. Every oh. season got better. <laughs> wow. Okay. Interesting. I don't Every, know. Like the I first season, good. I was like, man, that was really good. And then second season, I was like, that was really good. And the third season, I was like, how do they keep doing this? They did that weird thing where they would release like five episodes at a time too, which which was funky. Yeah, yeah it would be like the season finale would be a mid season finale. Yeah. It was. Yep. I was invested. <laughs> um, that's it. That's cool. all, guys. Goodbye, guys. Uh, <laughs> if we can get out about anything else this week. <laughs> nope. Cool. Um, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarHeroLJ and streaming on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. Uh, for, I'm going to be doing day streams for a while. It seems like those have been going pretty well. So I'm going to be streaming at 12, at 12 noon central <clears throat> is the time. So catch me on your lunch break or whatever. I know a lot of people are working from home still, so I can be good background noise, I think. <laughs> yeah. Shelly. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Shell Shock Twenty Four. You can also f- uh, find me streaming Tuesday nights on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel, so twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. Um, yeah, I'd be in Mori, so I don't really know what to play with next. Um, I have a couple ideas, but if you have like a suggestion, um, you know where to find my Twitter. Cool. 
And yeah, Instagram, best place to find me at. You can find me at Cody Armor on there. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.